Hey ladies, welcome to the 18-Minute Revolution, a podcast whose focus is on transforming the lives of women so they can dream again, hope again, and live a life on their own terms. I am your host, Pastor P, two-time award-winning author and literary strategist. I teach emerging storytellers how to tap into their creativity, turn those words into stories that transforms the lives of others. The 18-Minute Revolution is empowering, inspiring, and created to push you to the next level. Welcome once again to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution. I pose this question to you. What is your next? If you have already determined what your next moves are going to be, what your next idea is, your your next creative move is going to be, if you've already determined in your heart where you are going, praise God. But for those of you who are stuck, For those of you who are wondering, what do I do now? What do I do next? What am I supposed to do? Then this episode is just for you. So I want you to lean in, get your pen and some paper and take some notes that this episode is really going to help you. So last year in 2020 was a a horrific year for us. And even moving into 2021, it was like the episodes and the the things that happened in 2020 just kind of, you know, pushed its way on into 2021. So it has really been years of transition, major shifts, disappointments, uncertainty, a lot of chaos and a global shutdown. And even for some believers, they have found themselves wandering in the wilderness, wandering in those dry places, wandering in the fields of uncertainty, worry, doubt, and fear. And even some believers have found themselves in a state of panic, just like the world. One thing is for sure. Everything that we have put our confidence and our faith in has been removed. Our confidence in our employers has been crushed. Our jobs are not secure as we once thought. And the only thing that can hold up a believer is his faith and his faith in God. Galatians 3.11 says this, the just shall live by faith, not by what I hear, unless it's the word, but not by what I hear on the media and the naysayers and those who are, who, who are speaking negative uh, words, not by what I see on the news, not by what I see on, on social media. That's not what I live by. I live by my faith in God. I live by the word of God and the promises of God because that is the only thing that's going to remain when everything else has been removed from us. Our our foundation has to be strong in Christ that when the winds come and the waves of life come and try to beat on our house, we stand. Why? Because our foundation and our roots are dug deep in God. So the just shall live by faith. You should never find yourself wondering 
in a state of panic like the world. There has to be something different that we offer the world in these conditions. They have to see that the light of God is shining on us and that we can lead them to Christ in these uncertain times, in these perilous moments in life, in these perilous moments. We have to be that that light that shines on the hill. We have to be the ones who usher in those who don't know Christ. Listen to this. If you are have been shaken in your faith and you are not strong because of what has happened in this world with the with the pandemic with covid and it has moved you out of your position let me tell you something there are people that are watching us there are people who are looking for us as the church for the answer and if we look like the world then we have lost our witness i say that again if we look like the world we have lost our witness. Hebrews 12 in the Living Translation uh, says this, he, God, will shift out everything without the solid foundation so that the only thing that remains is that which is unshakable. We should have unshakable faith in moments like this, in times like this. Our faith should never be shaken. There has to be a resolve in the people of God that we arise in these moments and we show forth the glory of God. It's by the words we speak. It's by our character. It's by our behavior. It's by our faith because people are watching us. We have the solution. We have the answer because of Christ who lives and abides within us. I want you to take an assessment of where you are. What has remained solid, remained solid in your life? What has kept you sane, kept you focused, kept you secure, unwavering and moving ahead? Excuse me. What has kept you focused? Take that assessment, ask yourself, how can I still be standing here? And our our answer has to be because of God, because of his grace, because he is our father, because he is my daddy. He keeps me. I'm his daughter. There are people who who have prospered in the pandemic. There are people who have prospered in this pandemic. Do you not know The Bible says that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, seeking, 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 seeking whom he can show himself strong to on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal toward him. God is looking for people to show himself powerful to to show himself mighty and strong on their behalf. It is in moments like these. It is in times of of hard distress, of parallels in which we are living, that God will arise and show forth who he is. And I say to God, show yourself strong on my behalf. Show yourself strong on my behalf. Isaiah 43 and 18 says this, but the Lord says, do not cling to the events of the past or or draw on what what has happened long ago. Watch for the new things that I am going to do. 
It's happening already. And you can see it now. He says, I, Isaiah says, I will make a road through the wilderness and a river, give you river of streams in, in the desert. So hear what, hear what Isaiah is saying. We know that the things have happened and we can't change those things. But Isaiah says here, don't you see that God is doing something new? Don't you see that God wants to do something new in and through you and I? So don't cling on the events of the past. Dwell on what God is happening in, in, your, in your life. Dwell on that. Dwell on, what the, on the things that God is doing in and through you. Watch and see. Watch and see the things that God is doing. Now that he has our attention, we as believers, we as business owners, entrepreneurs, how do we execute? What is our next move? How do we navigate the changes of times and the seasons that we find ourselves in? If this entire year and going into, you know, into the first quarter of 2021, if we are still in the same position, in the same state, if we are still stuck in that same uh, place where we were in, in 2020, we have wasted 365 days. We have wasted 365 days. Let me ask you, why are you still here? Why are you still in this place? There should have been something that had stirred up in your heart throughout this whole time that God has put something within you. There is potential living within you. There is, there is uh, ideas and creative ideas and, 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 and books and businesses within you. What have you been doing in this time? If you have written your book, if you have started your business, if you have been a, a learner, a, 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 a student, a, a disciple of, of, of being taught the things of God and also being taught in books and, and about business and, and about how to, you know, how to, you know, have wisdom in, in, as you're reading the, the scriptures and as you're reading of the books. If you haven't done anything and applied some things and done something different, you wasted a whole year. You have wasted a whole year. Have you invested in your learning? Have you been reading more? Have you prospered in this pandemic? Because if you have just been waiting on a stimulus check to keep you, let me tell you, create your own stimulus check. Yeah, create your own security because your job is not your security. The government is not your security. The only person that can keep you and I is Christ. He is our security, but he gives us the ability to do things beyond our own imagination and our own intellect. Pivot has been the word that has been circling in, um, you know, from, from, uh, you know, from different people. The word pivot. I've even shared with you before that we have to pivot in where we are. We have to do something different. Pivot basically means to change the direction. Are you going in the different in a different direction in which you were going in a year ago? We have to be going in a, in a different direction. There is a new current 
that is moving the people of God. And we have to follow that current. And that current is the Holy Spirit. We have to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in this new direction, in this new uh, arena that we are going in. The main goal of a pivot is to help the individual, the company, improve revenue. Listen, improve revenue and survive in this volatile market. There is something in you that can create wealth for you. There is something in you that God has anointed you to do. There is creativity in you. There is ideas in you that you have probably not even tapped into. One of the things and one of the greatest things that happened to me, excuse me, when I was going through my divorce, I didn't even know I had books in me, but it was the pressure that pushed it out. It was the pressure of what I was going through that had pushed creativity out of me. It pushed things out of me that I didn't even know I had within me. Let me tell you something. Get under pressure enough and see what comes out. Hopefully it's not the cussing, but the things of God. (laughs) Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Pastor Paulette Harper is available for breakout sessions, panel discussions, retreats, and keynotes. Her passion is to encourage and empower women to walk in courage and confidence as they grasp their true identity as a child of God. Contact her at paulette at pauletteharper.com. Now let us look at Deuteronomy 8 and 18. In the New Life Translation, it reads, But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you the power to become rich. It is God who's giving you the power to become rich. By this he may keep his agreement which he promised you, which he promised to your fathers, as it is this day. So whoever has told you that God has not promised you riches and wealth. Yeah, he has. He even goes to say that wealth and riches is in his house. Wealth and riches are in his house. God knows how to give you the wealth because he is the source of wealth. All you need to do is to seek him in all your ways and trust him to give you the ideas and the innovation about how to make and create the wealth. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. There is creativity in you because the Bible tells me greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. You are now in the position to chart your own course. We now all have this, we are all on this, this level playing field. There is nobody big, nobody little. We're all on this level playing field. And now we get to chart our own course. Yes, we are with God. Yes, God is with us. But God has given you and I the ability to, to first of all, make it up in our minds that we can become rich. In these volatile states, we can still become rich. 
We have to first make it up in our minds that this is what God wants for my life that he wants me to do something different, that he wants me to be rich. He doesn't want me to live from paycheck to paycheck or even being in this pandemic and wondering like the world. He's given me the ability to become wealthy. You now are in the position to chart your own course. Proverbs 10 and 4 says this, and this is from the English Standard Version. A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent make rich. A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent make rich. Psalms 128 and 2 says this, You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed and it shall be well with you. That means that God has given you something to do. Get to work. God has given you and I something to do. We have to get to work. The hands of the diligent make rich. You have wealth. You have riches. You have uh, creativity right at your disposal. Think about that business you put on the back burner because you gave all your time, your talent, your energy to your job. If you're not savvy in technology, learn how to do it. Learn to do something you've never done before. Think about those things that you didn't do or you couldn't do because you were so busy building another man's kingdom, building another man's business. Now it's time to build your own. At the end of the day, you're going to have to reinvent who you are. I had to do it. I had to reinvent Paulette when I was going through that divorce. You got to reinvent. I know that's bad English, got to, but you have to reinvent yourself. Rebrand yourself, who you are, where you are going, because now you are on a different path. You are on a different trajectory. You're either going to do the work or you're going to be left behind. You're going to find yourself, if you don't make the pivot, you're going to find yourself moving into further into 2021 and 2022 and you haven't accomplished anything. Seek God for clarity. Seek him for those ideas. Seek him for direction, a strategy. Ask God to give you a strategy. Pray that God gives you direction. Pray that he gives you a plan, a plan of action. He will align you with the right people, give you the resources to get it done so that you don't find yourself in the same situation, in the same predicament, when this happens again, because life is going to keep happening again and again and again. Will we be facing another pandemic? We may, but I can tell you this, we are going to continue facing hard times and difficult times, and you have to make the shift. This is your opportunity to do it. Create your own stability, create your own security, create your own wealth because God has given it to you and I.
So what is your next? Ask yourself. I want you to write it down. What is my next? And make a list of the things that you purpose to do. Make a list and be accountable. Tell somebody, this is what you're going to do. Tell somebody, this is what I'm going to do. This is my plan. This is the strategy in which God gave gave me, and I'm going to do it. Only because you want to be accountable for the words that you say, you only you want to be accountable and held um, held to that uh, that goal, held to those promises that you've made to yourself. You don't want to find yourself in the same predicament going further into this year. So, what is your next? Write it down and make sure that your next is going to be a great move, that your next is going to be something that you haven't done before. And I'm going to say this to you, do it scared. Do it scared. Okay, you you don't have all the knowledge. Do it scared. Do it anyways. Learn. Do it anyways. Do it anyways. I hope and pray that you have been blessed. And I hope something that I've said that has stirred your heart so that you know what your next is. God has given you the ability and the power to become rich. You should write that down and post that all throughout your house on post-its. Everywhere you go, you see that. God's given me the power to become rich. God's given me the ability to get rich. Now I just need a strategy from God. I just need him to show me how to do it. And let me tell you something. God will show you. He will give you a strategy. And you know what? It's right there in you. It's in your home. It's right there within you. Hey there, my beautiful sisters. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution. For more information about me, my books, or my services, or if you are an aspiring author and you need help publishing your book, I would love the opportunity to speak with you. Please visit me at my website, www.pauletteharper.com. I want to leave you with this scripture, Psalm 66, verse 12 from the Passion Translation. It reads, You've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. We pass through fire and flood. Yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before, saturated with your goodness. Until next time, keep pressing.